To bra or not to bra? Exploring a journey of life's unpredictable twists and turns, how to claim your personal power from within and lead a fun, fulfilled, soul-driven life, one epic, hilarious, insightful coffee chat at a time. Let's get real, let's get raw. This is your host, M. on bra or not to bra. Hey guys, welcome back to To Bra or Not To Bra, where we move beyond the traditional ways that we typically think about health and personal growth and get super curious about how good life can be. Embodying the fullness of who you are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and how to make those empowered choices to live your most expansive life. And obviously having fun while doing it because what else is the point? Thank you so much for being here listening to this. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I can't wait to share today's episode with you. It really hits home with what I am going through personally right now, and it's it's a really important one for me to get out there because I think a lot of people are struggling with similar issues. Also, if you guys don't know me, Hey, what's up? I'm Emily. I'm your host. I'm a certified health and mental wellness coach with a passion for helping women embody their most powerful, soulful, aligned, confident version of themselves. And in today's episode, we are talking all about acne. Woohoo! Such a fun topic, right? <laughs> acne sucks, you guys. Acne is seriously, ugh, it's so frustrating. And when you have clear skin, you forget how annoying pimples are. And then a pimple hits and you're like, why is this the only thing I can focus on? And I'm trying to be as honest with you guys as possible with my journey because right now I am really struggling with my acne. I've been going through a lot of acne outbreaks. And then once I had COVID and then my injury with my ribs, my acne literally, like I thought that it was bad before. (laughs) Nope. I was wrong, guys. (laughs) My body, like my face is literally like purging. I don't know what is going on, but it hurts and it's not fun and it's embarrassing and I'm self-conscious about it. And I... I haven't experienced this in a very long time. It's bringing bad, it's bringing back bad flashbacks (laughs) to some teenage days. Honestly, this is worse than when I was a teenager, but I am going through this. I'm trying different methods and I'm going to deliver the most honest feedback with you guys about the best solutions that I can find because Everyone's journey is different, but I want to keep you guys posted on what's real for me because acne freaking sucks and I want to figure this out and help you guys figure it out too. So my personal story, you'll hear a little bit more about it in the episode, but I have seen a dermatologist before and it worked fine, but honestly, I wasn't like suffering with severe acne at that point. It was just like, it was just annoying. I mean, no one, no one wants pimples and it was (laughs) like, let's do what we can to not have pimples and blackheads pop up on my face. 
But that was back when I thought I had bad acne, which looking back at this point, I would kill for just those few pimples that I had. <laughs> you know how like on, I'm sure you can probably resonate with this, you guys, when you've gained some weight and you're like, you think back to a time when you you thought you were fat and you're like, oh no, I was not then. And you're like, why did I think that it was bad then? Very different in different ways, but also similar. And honestly, it's bringing back um, some some really triggering emotions, deep emotions that I had when I was going through my physical journey with my weight um, and the self-consciousness and the confidence and just feeling out of control, like not knowing where this is stemming from, what to do, feeling like I've exhausted all the options, like at that point it was diets. Right now it's skincare products, all of this shit that people are like, oh, it worked for me. It'll work for you. And you kind of just feel like, oh my God, what is the what is the point of trying something, something else? But what I do know is that as a health and mental wellness coach, in my clients, I literally see the results of clearer skin even if that wasn't what my clients were coming to me for initially. And a huge part of that is that when you clear up your diet, when you are moving more, when you are living and leading a healthier lifestyle, your skin aligns with it. And so it's truly just a awesome, wonderful side effect of being invested in in your overall health. So for me, you guys can imagine that it is super frustrating to help women with their acne and then not know what to do with mine. And the thing is, is like I'm already leading a healthy lifestyle. Like I've figured out my food intolerances, you know, so I don't – know what the underlying factor of this is, and I'm trying to figure it out. So right now I am trying the more holistic route. I'm going with clean products that aren't prescription, and I'm using Clear Stem right now, which is this huge skincare line that's showing up everywhere. Like the founders are on every single podcast you probably ever listened to. And I've been using their products for a few months now. I haven't really seen any major results yet. So that's a little annoying, but I know that especially with your skin, it doesn't happen overnight. So I'm going to continue using the products and in the meantime, make an appointment with a dermatologist to get their take on it because I truly believe that just because one thing works for someone doesn't mean it has to work for someone else. And I think that everybody in the skincare industry has a different area of expertise and one is not better than the other. They're just different. So I really just want to explore and check this out and get to the root of my fucking acne roots. (laughs) 
Okay, so all of this is what led me to Camille. So she is a certified integrative health practitioner and acne nutritionist who helps people dealing with adult acne heal their skin holistically through nutrition and wellness. Obviously, guys, (laughs) she captured my attention. She has her own practice and is also the official acne nutritionist for the ClearStem skincare line, which has anti-acne and anti-aging products in one, which at my age, 29, that is exactly what I need. And for Camille, she had battled acne for over a decade. She learned that acne has much more to do with what's out of balance internally rather than on the surface. And now she helps others get to the root cause of their acne and finally find relief. So I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, (laughs) I think you're cool. (laughs) And I want to know more about what you do. I'm thinking of using ClearStem's products. Let's connect. So we did. And I was like, you're awesome. Please come on the podcast. So here we are in this episode with Camille. We are talking about everything acne, looking at the hidden causes of acne that you would never even think about. We go through the common myths of acne, popping pimples 101, because I see you, we all do it. She tells us the number one thing you can do right now to start clearing up your acne. She also takes us through what hormonal acne and other types of acne actually are and the face map that some of you might have heard of before. I'm always like, is that real? Is your chin always hormonal acne? Is this part this? So she takes us through that. And Camille shares with us why adult acne is on the rise, like why it feels like every person is suffering with adult acne right now and the truth behind supplements. All right, stay tuned till the end for the random ass question segment where we, (laughs) oh my God, so funny. We share our most ridiculous dating app stories. We're both single and it's, um, it's, it's good. All right, y'all, and quick announcement before we dive in. This is the last week that you can sign up for the Embody group program. This is an intimate group program. We only take five to eight women max in a cohort. There are still a few spots left. Let me know if this is something that interests you. If you are ready to dive into your health journey, commit to yourself to invest in the fullness of who you are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and start living your best life because you get to, we all get to, and it can happen for you. It happens to women that I work with all the time. The results are incredible. And I want you to experience the best life that you can have, the best health that you can have. This is the perfect stepping stone to do this. So reach out to me, DM me on Instagram at emily.golan, or you can head over to emilygolan.com slash intake dash form and apply there for a free 30 minute clarity call with me to see if this is a good fit for you. All right, y'all, let's dive into the episode. Oh boy, you guys, we just hardcore jammed to Beyonce. I got a little ambitious. I mean, Camille was like killing it and I felt like 
I was feeling the pressure, but now my ribs are really regretting it. <laughs> oh my God. I needed that. Honestly, my heart, my heart is pumping. I needed now. that. <laughs> I, I said to Camille, I was like, I feel like we're kind of tired. And she laughed in my face because like me tired is like someone at their most energy ever. And, <laughs> and we just hardcore jammed and it was great. I am so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Do you want to give like a quick (laughs) intro of who you are other than a woman who has much better dance moves than me? (laughs) Many different birth controls, antibiotics, topical creams, and was told when, I mean, really none of that worked. So the last resort was Accutane and Uh, That was when I was in college and I just really didn't want to do that. Um, And I knew there was something deeper going on. So um, at that point, that's when I decided to try and solve the problem myself through holistic methods. And I found um, a holistic esthetician who really opened my eyes to the whole world of acne and acne triggers and pore clogging products and and all these things that I had never been told about. Yeah, no one meeting her. No one talks to you about that. They're like, go see a dermatologist. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, they gave me a cream and it's not working. Mm -hmm. So now what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dermatologists aren't traditional dermatology is, is more so around, yeah, pushing creams or antibiotics to solve the problem. And if that doesn't work, maybe try a steroid. <laughs> There's no like yeah. thought. It's not internal. Like, What's the difference between a dermatologist, an esthetician, and an acne specialist? Mm, that's a great question. Dermatologists, I know, focus on like just the skin in general. So any issue you could be having with your skin, it could be acne, psoriasis, eczema, skin cancer, um, anything like that, you would go see a dermatologist to say, okay, what's going on here? Um, and to my knowledge, I, I don't believe dermatologists have any extensive training in nutrition. Um, that's why usually when you go to the dermatologist, they're, like you said, prescribing creams, prescribing antibiotics, or potentially steroid creams if the issue is bad enough. Um, an esthetician is going to be someone who works on your skin topically. So uh, doing facials, those kinds of things. And um, typically estheticians are, are helping you with your skincare, like telling you what's going to help to, to either clear your acne or um, yeah, if you, if you go to an esthetician with any, anything going on with your face, um, they're, um, they're going to help you kind of through facials with products, that kind of thing. I saw a holistic esthetician, so she did have knowledge in nutrition and supplements and that kind of thing. But most regular estheticians that you'd go to, like a regular facialist, um, doesn't have a lot of background in in nutrition or any okay. um, that kind of deeper internal work. And then an acne specialist often is an esthetician as well. My holistic esthetician that I went to was also an acne specialist. So in her practice, that's who she specialized in seeing people with, with acne. And she was also doing facials, chemical peels, that kind of thing. So um, that was like the catalyst of me learning about that whole world and starting to clear my skin that way was through, was through her and the knowledge I learned from her. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I've been struggling with adult acne and oh my mm-hmm. God, is it fucking frustrating? Like 
I know. It's the worst. No one. I mean, you get it. <laughs> Out of anyone, you guys, she gets it. It's literally, it's, I don't want to say debilitating, but like when it gets really bad, it's on your face. Like how can you not be self-conscious about it? So I went to a dermatologist, okay? I thought that my acne was from masks from the pandemic and masks went away, but my acne didn't. (laughs) So I was like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on here? Like what's happening? Because I already, I'm a health coach. I eat very well. I know for the most part, I guess no one knows for sure, but my food intolerances, I move my body except not not right now because of my ribs, but usually you guys, you know, like I, I help people shift their acne actually like through eating healthier. It's a side effect and you're, you're obviously you specialize in that, but I was like, what, what's happening here? I don't know what else to do about it. So my dermatologist gave me a cream and it didn't work. So I went back to her and she told me to keep using the same cream. I was like, why am I here? And so I got really (laughs) curious. I asked her, I was like, so I'm wondering, do you ever talk to your clients about nutrition and lifestyle? Like, do you ever ask them about that before you give them something? She straight up was like, no. I was like, I had to refrain from giving her a lecture. Like, how can you not look at that? Okay, so we want to get into that with you. And I just wanted to share my personal story because, I mean, it's part of why I'm so invested in all of this going on right now. So why is this a problem? Why is it a problem that these dermatologists and other acne specialists aren't looking at anything else other than the surface level? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a huge problem. So I think it can be really helpful to just like take a step back and we're, we only go to dermatologists because that's what we're told growing up. Like you go to the dermatologist if you have any issue with your skin. Um, but the problem with, and why I was so drawn to the holistic space and integrative health is the problem with going to see a specialist, whether it's like, if you go to a gastroenterologist because you're having gut issues, or you go to a dermatologist because you're having skin issues, those types of doctors or specialists are so smart. They have gone through so much schooling. They, they know their stuff, but they, they only know that one specific Mm -hmm topical area, unless they're very like well-researched and well-read and they do a lot of their own knowledge outside of just their certification or their um, degree. But usually they're just experts in that one field. And that's simply not how the body works. Mm -hmm. It's not just if you have chronic acne and it's inflamed and it's cystic, or even if it's not, but you just have acne on your body, on your face, like it's not just acne it's never just acne or it's never just a gut issue yep. or like, why is the gut issue there in the first place? Like those types of doctors or specialists ignore what we call the root cause yep. in functional or holistic medicine. Like there's a reason there's always a reason. And it's not simply 
oh, I just have acne. I have to live with it. Oh, I just have chronic gut issues and it's just going to be something that the gastroenterologist can help me with. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's so important to know because I, I always talk about how our bodies are really smart. They are serving us. Anything that's going on is a signal that maybe something needs tending to. And absolutely, that's that's what's happening. So it actually, oh my God, I can't believe I'm freaking saying this about my acne right now, but it's a gift because it gives you an opportunity to look inward and heal something that you might not have known needed healing. It reminds me of, I mean, it's, it's still an issue, but it's getting better, but of the distinction between like medical doctors and the mental health fields. It's like, they're not, they don't learn about it. Like a pediatrician, I was talking to my neighbor and she was like, we don't learn about that in med school. Or at least they didn't like 20 years ago. I don't know when she went to med school, but most of the doctors we see mm -hmm. went to med school 20 years ago. So totally. that's so important. And it's the same thing. Okay. So tell us about your journey. How did knowing that impact your shift? So that was really like a big wake up call for me, um, in college, you know, when I was, when I was just going to the, I, I call it like the conventional dermatologist through just through Kaiser, my healthcare at the time. And the big like trigger for me was when that dermatologist told me to go on Accutane and I had asked, um, at that point I was in college, I still like, didn't, my diet wasn't super clean. I didn't know a lot about nutrition at all, but I had started doing just a little bit of research on my own. And I asked her if what I was eating could have any impact on my skin. And she just straight up said, no, Wow. <laughs> she said, no, there's no evidence to support that. Just looked me in the face. And that's what she what said. What year was it? Oh my gosh. This had to be maybe 2016, so like not 2016 that long ago. No, not that long ago. Yeah. Or maybe 2015. I mean, long ago, 2015, but not like ancient, right? Yeah. No, not, not ancient at all. And I just knew, I knew she was wrong. Like <laughs> I couldn't prove it, you know, but I was like, this just doesn't feel right. And so then I just, kind of how I found my way to this space is I was doing a lot of my own research and just piecemealing information together and doing a lot of trial and error. And I didn't know that a, like a holistic esthetician existed. I didn't know any of this stuff. Like I wanted to go that route, but, but I just simply didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. But I started seeing progress like little by little. I cut out dairy um, and there was, I mean, I was eating so much dairy. I like this sounds so gross, but I was obsessed with cottage cheese. Like in college, I loved it. I don't know why. Oh my God. I had a friend but... like that. She would buy so many tubs of it. And I like, you are an interesting person. Yeah. It's gross. Like now, if I had, if I even probably looked at cottage cheese, I think I would get, <laughs> I thought you were um... going to say I'd get a pimple. <laughs> probably <No>. both. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would eat cottage cheese for breakfast every day. I was like, I loved weightlifting and I was like, 
just obsessed with wanting to put on muscle. So I was like, I'm going to get this whey protein powder and eat it all the time. Didn't know that whey protein was milk based. Nope. Fun fact, um, guys. And I was eating cheese all the time. I mean, I, I was probably having dairy with every meal. So as soon as soon as I started learning more about that, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to cut out dairy. My skin transformed. It was like, it was still like I was breaking out a lot, but, um, it was so much better than it was. So for me, it was breakouts all along, like my mouth, chin, jawline, up my cheeks, a little bit down my neck. Like the top part of my face looked clear, but the bottom half was just breakouts everywhere. So that's kind of, that was the catalyst Mm -hmm. cutting out dairy. Then, um, I really scaled back on drinking alcohol. That helped a lot. No one ever Mm -hmm. associates that with it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I was in college and I just saw all my friends and people that I was around, they were able to like drink and party all the time and eat whatever they wanted and get no sleep and had perfect skin. And I was like, this is so annoying. Like Like if I get less than seven hours of sleep, (laughs) I have six new pimples on my face. And I just... I know it's really frustrating. And I think this can be so annoying when you're like an adult that deals with acne because it feels like everybody around you has clear, perfect skin and like you feel like a problem. Like why, why am I breaking out? And I was in that space for so long. I'm like, I'm just going to live my life and like whatever, because I want, like I was prioritizing my social life over my skin, but I felt awful. And now that I've started learning more about this stuff, I mean, it goes back to genetics. Like we all have a genetic predisposition for something, something or other, you know, like why is it that some people when they get no sleep break out in tons of acne, but other people when they get no sleep have debilitating anxiety, Mm. you know, like what you're more prone to and like what triggers mm -hmm. it. Totally. So like we say in holistic health, it's, like your genetics load the gun, but it's your environment, diet, lifestyle that pull the trigger. Genetics alone aren't enough. If you have a genetic predisposition to acne, but you're not stressed, your diet is very clean and it um, works for you. You have good gut health. You're exercising regularly, drinking clean water, all those things. Like you may not have acne, even if you have that, um, even if both your parents struggled with acne and you have that genetic predisposition. But if you're like me and you had an awful diet, you were drinking, partying all the time, you know, not moving your body enough, not drinking clean water, all those things, like it was the perfect storm. Ooh, wait. And of course- Not drinking clean water? What do you mean? This is a big one and something that I uh, work with. It's like the, the beginning part of my program that I put clients through is I just call it foundations, like foundational health. Unclean drinking water or just- a it depends where you are, right? But I'm in California and San Diego. Our tap water is not clean. It is. It has, you know, chlorine, fluoride, lots of different heavy metals, oh toxins God. are found in that water. Yeah. Um, and people don't know because you, you can't taste that stuff. But if you're not drinking like very well filtered water and I hate to break it to you, but like a Brita, not going to cut it. So I like to bring it back to the basics because I think so often People are like, what supplement can I take? What can I do? Like, what do I need to do to clear my skin? And more so than doing things or, I mean, obviously doing things differently and shifting behaviors is a piece of it. But instead of doing and trying new things, a big piece of it is doing 
less or less of the things that are harmful. And just starting with the basics, instead of like piling on new supplements and that kind of thing, it's like, okay, hold on a second. Are we even getting the foundational nutrients first? Like, are we eating enough fruits and vegetables? Are we drinking good filtered water? Are we sleeping? Are we managing stress? Well, like if, if those foundational pieces aren't set, there's no point in taking more supplements or anything like that, especially if you have impaired gut health, you won't even be able to absorb the nutrients. That's such a good point that vitamins and some minerals, they can't be absorbed. That's something a lot of people don't know and is really important because it's based on your gut microbiome. And what you were saying before, what you don't know, you don't know. And no one teaches you this shit. No one teaches you this. I was reading online the other day and I want to ask you this. So you know how everyone's like, take biotin, take vitamin D, like all these things. And then I was reading sometimes the cause of your acne can be taking those things or taking too much of them. But how do you know if you're taking too much of them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to know, but I always go back to look at the label. Like, Yes, most people are deficient in vitamin D. All right, y'all. If you know me, you know that I love low bucks. It's sprouted buckwheat that I put in everything. I'm always looking for something that's low sugar, high protein, high fiber, loaded with antioxidants that I can just throw into a bunch of things that I'm eating throughout the day. And this is it. You guys, seriously, I like stock up on it. I recommend it to all of my clients. It is the perfect game changer for adding crunch and getting in that plant-based protein without getting a crazy sugar high with traditional granolas. It's gluten-free, vegan, grain-free, paleo, organic, and best of all, it's woman-owned and run. Will Bucks was a game changer for everything that I eat throughout the day. I put it on my oatmeal, in my smoothie bowls, on top of my smoothie bowls. I put it on toast with peanut butter and banana, and sometimes I'll just eat it straight out of a bowl like it's cereal. It is so freaking good. Please go try it. Your body and your taste buds will be happy that you did. And you can use my promo code EmilyGolan15 at lovelilbucks.com for 15% off your first order. All right. I think you guys understand my obsession. I hope you try it out too and it becomes a staple in your diet. Let's get back to the episode. Well, let's just start there. (laughs) Most people are deficient in vitamin D because if you think about it, back when I don't know, thousands of years ago, like how humans are wired. And um, just back hundreds of years ago, like we were outside all the time running around. The the best way to get vitamin D is through the skin, synthesizing it that way. And just taking a supplement isn't really the best. It's just not the best way to get it. But now we sit inside all day in front of computer screens, fully clothed. Like, wow, no one's getting fully clothed. So a lot of vitamin D supplements just have like thousands of the daily value, like thousands percent of the daily value value you're supposed to have because so many people are deficient. Um, And then after taking it for a couple months or so, um, you now you have way too much vitamin D Mm. (laughs) and it's building up in your system and it needs to come out. 
somehow. It's kind of a sweet spot with, yeah. with supplements. Like, yes, if you're deficient, you need to be supplementing with it. But if you're taking, if you look at the back and it says this is 10,000% of your daily value, that's just way too much. Yeah. So it's a good you know. way to go about it. Like I got blood work done a few years ago and I was deficient in, in vitamin D. So I started taking one. So it's a good way to go about it to then check in a few months later and get blood work again. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be the best. Okay. That would be the best way to, to retest and see, okay, am I, now that I've been supplementing with these things, am I still deficient? Um, cause that takes the guesswork out of it. Right. Yes. So is it a myth that if you have excess minerals or vitamins that you, I always hear that you just pee it out. Is that a myth? So it depends. It totally depends because there's different types of vitamins and minerals. Some are water soluble. So yes, you'll, you'll pee them out Got it. like vitamin C, uh, vitamin D is not, is not one of those. So it totally, it totally depends on the nutrient, but yeah, that's another big one. Biotin again, those supplements too have like thousands of percent of your daily value that you're supposed to have. And, um, the reason why biotin can be such a trigger for acne is it's, you know, it's the hair, skin and nails vitamin or nutrient. Yeah. Um, so people think, okay, if I take this, I'm going to have healthier hair, skin and nails. Right. <laughs> and, um, what it does to skin is it actually helps like produce more skin cells. And if you are already prone to acne, you're already producing too many skin cells. That's like, that's part of what acne is. And if your pores are already clogged and then you're producing new skin cells on top of that, it's just going to make the problem much worse. So with acne, you want to be exfoliating more and like getting those dead skin cells off rather than having an excess of skin cells on your face, Whoa. if that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is so good. It, I already knew this and I stopped taking biotin like a few months ago, but even just hearing it again, just the explanation makes a lot of sense. Cause I read that somewhere and I did it being like, maybe that's why, but okay. They should put that on the label. What the hell? I know. I mean, I mean, supplements are very, it's a very unregulated space, you know, and you often don't really know what you're getting. Um, That's why I always recommend like, don't just take a random supplement just because you feel like you should, or someone's promoting it online. Like I always see this all the time on Instagram, take this supplement. Everyone needs this you know, whatever, whatever it is. And there's just no point to that unless you individually are deficient in that nutrient, which you wouldn't know unless you worked with a practitioner or got your blood work done, like you said. So yeah, I would definitely advise against just taking whatever supplement someone recommends just because it worked for them. It's pointless. Okay. That's something huge that honestly, in any industry, you have to keep in mind that the advertisements that you're seeing from ads or humans telling you things is from their own experience. So Mm -hmm. if Accutane worked for someone, they're going to be like, Hey, this really worked for me. Use this. (laughs) But like, Mm -hmm. that's just not how anything works. A bra that works for me it's not going to work for someone else. It's not a one size fits all, whether it's, it's releasing weight, skin, <laughs> gut health, whatever. So let's say someone's coming to work with you. 
So I first came upon the lovely Camille because almost 30, the podcast almost 30, I am part of their community and they love ClearStem, this acne aging brand. And I was like, all right, well, I love them. They're really cool humans. Like, so I asked them about it and then I ended up getting it. And I found you because I was hardcore stalking ClearStem's website. And I see under resources, they have two things. One is a pore clogging ingredients (laughs) list, which, oh my gosh, I want you to talk about that after. Lifesaver. And then it says acne nutritionist. And it was like, Camille Garigas is the new certified integrative health practitioner for ClearStem. She's an acne nutritionist specializing in clearing acne from the inside out. And I was like, Mm, I love this woman <laughs> already because <laughs> you don't see that anywhere on any of the other sites. And mm-hmm. the interesting thing is I was, and I told you this when we first chatted, that I was initially kind of turned off because I was mm-hmm. like, I already do everything from the inside out. <laughs> and I was like, I just need something topical. Like, give it to me. I wanted that pill solution. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, Emily, you got to walk your talk. Let's figure this shit out. And that was the game changer between my decision to use ClearStem and everything else out there. Like, have you ever seen any other brand that has an acne nutritionist? No. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah. Typically those things are separate, like skincare versus nutrition, nutrition specialist, health coach, that kind of thing. But, and I say this all the time, like, cause this is really what helped me get clear skin. It's like the approach has to be twofold. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just nutrition and internal imbalances, and it's not just topical creams, products, that kind of thing. It's a combination of the two things mm-hmm. to really get that clear skin relief. So yeah, and clear stem is just, their products are a game changer. If you've listened to any podcast, honestly, you guys like clear stem has probably done an episode with them. So Danielle and Kaylee, the founders, they're so cool. I don't know them personally, but I already like them and they're, it's blowing up. Like ClearStem is the new proactive, except proactive actually didn't work for me. No, proactive is awful. Yeah, so it's the new oh, proactive, probably but like it works. <laughs> um, it actually works, yeah. Okay, so they're a big deal. ClearStem is awesome, and we can talk about the actual products in a second, but how did you get involved with them? Yeah, so it's a funny story, and sometimes when when you look back at your life, you're like, oh, wow, all those pieces had to happen and it had to go in that order. And now here I am and it all makes sense. Totally. Um, so clear stem is very much that kind of path. So the holistic esthetician that I spoke about in the very beginning, who really opened my eyes to the whole world of nutrition, supplements, acne, and the whole relationship between all those things, um, was Danielle, the founder of clear stem. Oh, and no she way. runs. Wait, you totally yeah. like, 
What? Just right over that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, Good thing I like ask good questions, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was born and raised in San Francisco, California, moved down to San Diego for college. So that dermatologist that I had gone to at Kaiser, that was at a hospital here in, in San Diego. And after I graduated, started working full time. And as soon as I was making my own money, investing in the holistic route to clear my skin was the first thing, literally the first thing I spent my money on. And I was doing a lot of research. I was like, where can I go? And I found the San Diego acne clinic. And I was like, perfect. That's exactly what I need. And I made an appointment and Danielle was my esthetician there. And I think it was like, God, it had to be at least like a two and a half hour appointment. We talked for like an hour, just going through all my, my diet, my supplements, my whole routine, all my products. Um, it was very holistic. And yes. And then she did a whole facial treatment on me with extractions, which was so painful, but so necessary. <laughs> and that was the, yeah, that was the catalyst of me working with Danielle. And then I was going back to her clinic every, I think it was going like once every three weeks or once a month for a while. Um, for what? For facials? Yeah. To get extractions, to pull okay. any gunk any acne off my face. <laughs> and at that point she was, that was in 2018. So they were just really just starting clear stem and they only had one product and it was the cell renew serum. And it was in a dark blue bottle looked completely different. Yeah. The looked completely renew? different. You guys did love this one. That was it. Yeah. Their first ever product. It was only that product for a while. And Danielle was only selling it out of her clinic. And they were like bottling it, packaging it all, no way. Their, all by themselves. Yeah. And that was in 2018. So yeah, then then fast forward a couple years and randomly through other friends, I got connected with Kaylee and we just clicked right away. Wait, so not we, even through Danielle? No, I this didn't know bizarre. Kaylee. This is bizarre. Yeah, not even through Danielle. So I met Kaylee through other friends um, and we just clicked right away because we just saw eye to eye on so many things. Like she was a health coach for a long time. I was wanting to get into health coaching. And so I kind of looked up to her and she helped me navigate that path. And she had battled acne too herself. That's what got her and Danielle connected. So yeah, that, that was kind of the, the start of everything. Okay. So this was back and in 2018. So yeah, 2018 okay. was when I started with Danielle. Didn't meet Kaylee until 2020. That's when the pandemic hit, decided that I was going to leave my job and pursue nutrition, found the certification I wanted to get and started pursuing that. Then fast forward to like fall of 2021, graduated from my program and I decided I wanted to specialize in helping people with acne through nutrition. And Kaylee approached me with an opportunity. She was like, we would love to have you come on as the clear stem nutritionist. We really want to support you. And we'd 100% believe in what you're doing. So low-key, they other. literally, like this huge up-and-coming brand reached out to you and was like, so we really like you. Do you want to like be our, there's no other acne nutritionist, you guys, for clear, <laughs> like this is it. You're looking at it. You're hearing her. I was just so grateful. Yeah. I definitely yeah. cried. Like there was so much, so much had to happen to yeah. get me there. And it all, it, that was one of those points in my life where like, it all clicked. Yeah. Like I realized that that 10 grueling years of really struggling with my skin, really struggling with my mental health and my confidence. Like I was like, oh, 
it's because I'm supposed to do this. Mm. And now here it is unfolding easily for me because this is, this is my path. Mm. And I feel like that is with any practitioner or service. That's how I look at, at my past too. It's like, you can look back at your past experiences and be grateful for them without wanting to redo them. Like just because you're grateful that you had those years and you understand it and you see how like that was a gift, that doesn't mean you want the same gift again. (laughs) I think that's so, so important. Speaking of changing things up, let's talk about some like new pimples that pop up randomly. (laughs) I asked my friends, I was like, I'm having this acne nutritionist come on. Do you guys have any questions? Like, let me know your juiciest questions that you have for her. And one of my girlfriends was like, I've always wondered if the whole face map thing is real. I was like, what the fuck are you, what's a face map? And she was like, like if the chin is where hormonal acne, if the forehead is more diet, is that true? Yes. So I have found that it is mostly, it is mostly accurate. I don't think it's always 100% accurate for everybody, but it can give like a good starting point. So yeah, like just generally speaking, chin jawline, like around the mouth area is often hormonal. Okay. It's often hormonal or diet related. Um, if it's especially around mouth area, like, uh, kind of like where you would have a goatee that's almost always linked to dairy. So some people will think, Oh, it's hormonal. And it's like, "Mm, are you eating, are you eating dairy? (laughs) It's probably dairy. Um, Interesting. But if it's more like along the jawline here, that often is is more hormonal breakouts. But it depends on the it totally depends on the person. Like for me, I was breaking out along um, this area a lot, too. And it absolutely was part partially hormonal, partially dairy. I actually just posted a little face map to my story the other day because I'm. Are you serious? I swear I didn't know that before. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's great, and it it's it's pretty accurate. So even if you see along the the jawline too, can actually often, and this is a little bit more woo woo out there, but repressed emotions can come through in your skin if you're holding anything. If you're holding anything in, a lot of I see this often too with with clients. This is just kind of a segue into this, but a lot of clients will come to me dealing with constipation. So obviously like through the bowels is the way your body's preferred method of detoxing. But if that's blocked for any reason, the next pathway that that your body's going to go to is through the skin and toxins will come out through the skin. Mm. So if you're constipated and, and you have acne, I mean, your body's not able to detoxify the, in the proper way. So it's coming out through your skin that same kind of idea can apply to stuck, trapped emotions in the body. It has to come out somehow. And if you're not processing it in a healthy way, absolutely it can come mm. out through your skin. Oh, that's so that was so a big piece for me too. Interesting. Okay. This is not the exact same, but if you eat like a bunch of oily foods, is it kind of something like there, it needs to get out somehow and it comes yes. through your pores. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why if you eat like a bunch of fried food, yeah, often you're going to wake up with some new pimples the next day or within the next few days because that was just like inflammatory oil overload and your body's like, get this out. Got it. Get this out of me. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so just going over a little bit more of that of that face map, like yes, chin, this area often is like hormones, reproductive organs, also breakouts along jawline too, or even especially neck can be improper lymphatic system drainage issues. Okay, what is um, that? that can Can you explain what that means? So the lymphatic system of your body is part of how the body detoxifies through the lymph. That's how toxins can come come out through the body. And you've probably heard of lymph nodes. So you have lymph nodes here in your neck. You have them like all throughout, throughout your body. And the lymph is one of the only systems in the body that doesn't move itself. You need to physically move your body in order for the lymph to move. So that's why we talk about exercising, walking, just, just movement in general, yoga, stretching, like that all helps the lymph. That's why the lymphatic drainage massages. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's literally moving it through and out the body. And that's why like doing a lymphatic massage and then sitting in a sauna can be so helpful Mm -hmm. or doing that. um, Maybe you've heard of dry brushing, like brushing the surface of the skin and then sitting in a hot bath so helpful because you're, you're getting the lymph moving and then you're sweating, getting it out. And then often like cheeks kind of up your, yeah, up your face kind of in the, in that area. um, Yeah. Yeah. That's can be digestive related. That can be gut health issues with gut health. Forehead breakouts can be intestine, intestinal issues, bacterial overgrowth. Often, um, especially people that like really just break out on their foreheads, that can be um, a sign of parasites. Like when we talk about root cause work, because that's what I that's what I do. I help people get to the root of their acne. And some people, or often people, are like, "Oh, I have acne because of my hormones. It's the, the, my hormonal imbalance is the root cause." Or I have acne because of my gut health. Like my gut health, poor gut health is the root cause. And it's like, no, that's we're getting closer, but there's a reason why the gut health got impaired in the first place. There's a reason why the hormones got imbalanced in the first place. Like we have to find that. So with digestive issues, with hormonal issues at the like very root of that can often be parasites. It can be Lyme or other infections in the body or autoimmune disorders. It can be mold. Okay. Um, How often is it actually mold and parasites? Oh my gosh. Way more often oh than you would God. think. Way more often than you would think. And with mold, I actually had a client. Um, I've been working with her. I just posted out my story a couple of days ago, but I've been working with her since beginning of February. And we did some deeper gut testing to see what was going on because she came to me with bloating. She was having pretty severe acne, and. I knew she was going to be a bit more challenging of a case because her diet was super clean. She'd been going and getting facials with Danielle um, at the acne clinic for quite some time, had worked already with a naturopath. So I recommended that we run a specific gut test for her to see if there was any bacterial imbalance, yeast imbalance. Um, It was one that also tests for mold. Uh, mold markers and her test came back and every single mold marker was way elevated. And I was like, what, the, uh, and, how does that, how does that happen? How do you get mold in your okay, body? Much more easily than you might think. <laughs> so it can be, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm probably scaring people away. Um, <laughs> there are so many ways. So 
Um, one really common way is environmental mold. So if there's any type of mold breakout in the place that you live, maybe you live in an old apartment building and there's mold in the shower or there was um, a water damage and there's mold in, in the walls and you can't always see it or smell it. Like it can be very just under the radar. And the thing with mold too and parasites is there are so many different signs and symptoms of those things that it can be really difficult to identify what what you have or if you have that. So yeah, through the environment is one way. And then through food sources, there's like what we call, um, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but mycotoxins, they're like microscopic toxins within the mold that literally embed themselves in your body and start causing chronic health issues. So like um, if you and- accidentally eat moldy food. Well, yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like, uh, like, let's say you are someone who meal preps and like, (laughs) you didn't realize there was mold on your food and you ate it. Like, it's not, it's not like that simple. There's so many foods that, that have these like microscopic toxins from mold in them that you would never know. So coffee is a huge one. Coffee, um, not organic oats, um, or oat milk. I'm good. Uh, I'm good with organic. (laughs) You get organic coffee. Is that that organic certification doesn't cover mold. There's only a few brands, two specific ones that I can think of off the top of my head that are certified mold-free. Oh my God, what? Free. Which ones? <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> so one brand is called Purity. They test every single batch for mold so you can be sure there's none in, in your coffee. And the, the second one is called King. King Coffee by Organo is the brand. And I have uh, I have a link to shop the King Coffee that I can send Okay, we'll put to. that in the show notes. Yeah, the King Coffee is great because it also has reishi mushroom spores, which are really powerful oh, detoxifiers okay. in the body. So yeah. And so that like that, you know, that kind of pungent, bitter flavor yes. of most coffee, like you, you know what that is, like that's actually not normal. It's not normal. That's not how coffee should taste. That is the toxins. Thank God there are brands that are okay because you almost took away coffee from a girl who has narcolepsy and that's just like not okay. (laughs) I would love to go through some myths. Sure. Common myths about acne and get your take on it. All right. Number one. Ready. Let's do it. So number one is that going all natural like organic and all natural with my products will help with acne. Mm-hmm. Myth or true? Myth. Yeah, this is a myth because, and I was this person too, at the beginning of my acne journey, I was like, I am only going to use coconut oil to take off my makeup and buy like the all organic natural face wash and all the things. And um, it didn't help with my skin at all. And the issue with natural or organic products is especially in the beauty industry, often those contain ingredients like coconut oil, algae, avocado oil, those like more natural type of types of oils, which are great to eat. Perfect. Like definitely want to consume those, but not great to put on your skin topically. They'll just, Danielle has this phrase that organic coconut oil, organic skincare will just give you organic pimples. <laughs> and um, so true. It's so true. It's about the ingredients more so than it is about shopping clean, organic, natural. Those buzzwords in the beauty industry don't mean anything for acne. Okay. So that's a myth. 
yeah, with people that don't, um, have never experienced acne, it's like, it's so hard to explain how debilitating it can be. And I fell into that trap too, for a long time where I was like, I have tried everything. I've tried everything under the sun. So it has to be me. I'm the problem. Yeah. And for anyone out there who is struggling with adult acne and feels the same, which I know so many people do, like you are not the problem. (laughs) You just haven't found the information that you need and you haven't found the thing that will work for you, but it's out there. Why does it feel like adult acne is so common now? Has it always been common and no one talked about it? I feel like so many people are like, yeah, I struggle with adult acne too. I'm like, who came up with the phrase adult acne? When did this even like happen? Is it relatively a new thing? Honestly, I feel like it is. And and in the just research that I've done over the years, there are places in the world, certain countries where acne does not exist. Like people don't have acne. (laughs) And in the US, I know like a big piece of it is because our food system is so screwed up and we're more stressed out than ever. We're more medicated than ever. Our hormones are more screwed up than ever. If you have that genetic predisposition, it's really difficult to not have acne yeah. in the Western, oh. you know, in the US where we live. Yeah. So is that like you could go to somewhere in Europe, right? Because you always hear like, oh yeah, I can have gelato or I can have dairy in Europe and it doesn't impact me at all. Like on a stomach level, irritating your stomach. So is that similar with acne too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So how do we, this is just dumb because we, (laughs) (laughs) it just seems so simple, but it's not because our systems are so set in stone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the crux of, I mean, so many issues. And that's part of the reason why I chose not to go down the like conventional or not conventional, but that's why I chose not to become a registered dietitian because I was like, I don't want to work in a hospital setting. Like, I think a lot of people get into that space because they're like, okay, I can make real change. Like I'm going to go in from, um, from the hospital where things are you know, screwed up and they don't care much about nutrition and I'm going to educate and I'm going to make a difference there. And it's like, that's really hard to do when the overarching system is fighting against you. broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why like in, in medical school, like I, I think, I think the tides are shifting like functional medicine, holistic health, like these things are becoming much more common, but traditionally, like you said, like if you went to medical school 20 years ago, like they weren't talking about nutrition at all, you know, and that's, it's not, it's not the doctor's fault. It's the system's fault. I used to have so much anger, honestly, towards that. And then I was like, I mean, you need to release this. Like no doctor is intentionally being like, oh yeah, I'm trying to do a disservice to you. Like they're totally. obviously there to help you and they're getting as equipped as they can with the resources that they know of. Yeah. And I mean, the dairy, the dairy industry too. I mean, I've been learning more about that because I, I was, I just nerd out over anything nutrition related. And so I've been learning more about raw dairy lately. And part of that was learning about just the dairy industry and how, again, screwed up it is. But the reason why dairy is so problematic for, for acne is because of the way like 
conventional cows are raised, the diets that they're fed, like they literally pump them full of hormones so that they can produce, get as much milk as possible out of them. And these cows are sick. They're fed antibiotics. Even the organic They're fed a grain-based diet. No, well, not, no, not organic. They wouldn't, organic cows would not have been fed antibiotics if it says organic. I'm just talking about like conventional, just conventional dairy. If you go to the store and you buy just regular milk or regular cheese, like chances are that's coming from a sick animal. And if you're consuming food from a sick animal, so the reason why it's so damaging for acne is because of that growth hormone. Like those cows are injected with growth hormone so that they can, you know, it's so screwed up so they can get as much out of the cow as possible. Like it's all a money game. And that makes me sick. Ingesting those way too high levels of fake hormones it just wrecks your skin. It throws, it completely throws off your, your body's natural hormonal balance. So that's why people get those hormonal breakouts with dairy because it's, you're ingesting those hormones. So it's throwing yours out of balance. But with raw dairy, it's, it's a completely different thing. Like those animals are grass fed. Okay. Hold on. I didn't even know that term existed. What's raw dairy. So raw dairy means it, it has come from an animal or a cow who, was pasture raised, grass fed, no hormones or antibiotics, not fed any like GMO products or anything that's going to like bulk them up. Like it's just a regular natural cow, just living its life, eating grass and not pumped of any growth hormones or antibiotics. And it's literally a completely different food. It's a completely different food nutritionally from conventional dairy. So I've been experimenting with it a little bit in my diet. Um, you have to like raise a cow on a farm to get this? Like where (laughs) where you get it? So yeah, you can get it at some grocery stores, but the best, the best way would to be to go to your farmer's market. If you have a, if you have a farmer's market close to you and you have a farmer there that is selling dairy from their farm, because then it's like the most fresh, clean dairy possible. Um, but it's, no, that's the thing. And that's why it's so controversial because we've been taught like milk has to be pasteurized in order for it to be safe for humans to drink. And I'm going to tread lightly here because that is true if the milk is coming from the sick, mm-hmm. the sick type of cow mm-hmm. that I mentioned. Like, yeah, if you, if you just freaking drank milk from that cow's udder, you would <laughs> absolutely get sick. <laughs> Can you imagine if you did that and this animal is sick, like you're, you're going to get sick. So you do run the risk of like contracting tuberculosis if you, if you drink raw dairy. But like I said, it's coming from a completely different animal. So think of like the difference between eating conventional beef from that sick cow versus eating grass fed organic beef from the healthy cow, Right. completely different food. Right. It's completely different food. Right. But yeah, like I said, it, it, it's very important that the animal was healthy. It was a healthy animal. So mm-hmm. going through going through the farmer's market is is your best bet. Um, and I think there's like there's one brand of raw dairy that I've been able to find at the grocery store by my house, um, Lazy Acres. But like they don't even stock raw dairy at Whole Foods. You can't find it. Okay. It is random ass question time. R. I love you. it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to ask me first? Do you want me to ask you? You can ask okay. me. Okay. She, she's so nervous. So I've been on the apps 
a lot recently, you know, when you like have broken ribs and can't do fucking anything, you have a lot of downtime. So that's on my mind lately. I want to know what is the weirdest picture you've seen? And then the second is what's the weirdest thing that someone has ever said to you on a dating app? Oh my God. I love this question. And there's just, there's just too, there's just too many stories. (laughs) So I recently decided, okay, let's just, let's just try this hinge thing. I don't, I don't really, this doesn't like feel very natural to me and I don't love this, but I'm just going to give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. It is the wild, wild west out there. Let me tell you, let me tell you. It is. Um, the one of the weirdest photos i think and i don't know i don't know why you would ever lead with this but it was his first photo okay. on on the app and he's literally in tidy whities not wearing pants just tidy whities like ankle socks some like weird pattern what? a button down shirt and it literally has like a gun what? in his hand I mean, hard no. i guess Okay, here's the good thing about about this. So on dating apps, like <laughs> you do want to show who you really are, and you do want to get specific and say what you're looking for. So, yeah, that's a hard pass, hard pass for me. So that was definitely the weirdest. Oh my god! Okay, do you have an answer know. for the other one too? I don't know if I have one for anything that's like weird that someone has said in the DMs. I come across really weird things that people put in their profiles all the time. Okay, like, let's do that. I don't know when Hinge decided it was okay to do the voice notes <laughs> things or like do like a voice memo answer because it's just, I mean, it's just painful, painful. I don't even listen to them. Um, but one guy, I guess I come across, came across recently. Uh, what was the prompt? It was something like, what are you attracted to? Or like, what's something you're like weirdly attracted to? And he was like, I'm just so into body hair. Like <laughs> women that are hairy. What? Uncomfortable. I want to know the woman who's like, I'm hairy. Thanks. <laughs> so glad you said that. <laughs> well, what about you? Now it's your turn to answer. I have so many good ones. Ooh, okay. Going along the fetish. <laughs> so... This guy, (laughs) his profile says, avid traveler, actively pushing the limits, brush and floss daily. And I'm like weird about teeth. I love good teeth. So when Mm -hmm. I saw that, I was like, I'm like really happy about this. Okay. Then he says, (laughs) health-minded EDM. I was like, "Mm, debatable. (laughs) And then he says, tall enough for you to wear your favorite heels. And I'm like, Okay, that's an interesting thing to put in there, but I am 5'7", so intriguing. So I messaged him and I was like, tall enough to wear your favorite heels, huh? Genius intro. And he goes, what color are your favorite? (laughs) I was like, color heels, question mark? He goes, yes, heels. I'm like, oh my God, what am I getting myself? I was like... I don't know. I, I don't know if I have a favorite, like it hundred percent depends on the outfit. Then I was like, totally. I kind of want to see where this goes. Like, let's, let's play with this a little bit. And then I said, 
But if I had to pick a favorite, I'd say nude because they're classy yet sexy and can be a statement without being flashy all the time. Okay. Great answer. Great I mean, answer. that was like a sell. I should put that in my, my bios. He says, wear those when I take you out. Smooth. <laughs> but like, what? So I, I'm like, I just, you know, before we like go further, I feel like it's important for me to ask if you have a foot fetish and like, it's okay if you do, but I, I, I just want to know. And he was like, it's like, no, why did you think that? And I was like, what do you mean? Why did I think that? All right. Okay. I have one last question for a friend. Let's say. (laughs) Asking for a friend. So how bad is it actually to pop your own pimples? Hmm. Um, I would not recommend it. I would not recommend it because most people don't know how to do it properly. So if you try, you're just going to make it worse. And often popping your own pimples or trying to will almost guarantee it's going to lead to scarring. (laughs) And then that's a whole nother issue that you'll have to deal with on the road. I get that. I get that. But like... Mm -hmm. I do not know one human out there who can see like a poppable pimple and not pop. I mean, how, <laughs> how do you I not know, do that? I know. So what I recommend is I, okay, there's, this is nuanced. So if you have, and I know everyone's going to know what I'm talking about. Like if you have a whitehead and it is like, it is ready, like it is at the surface, it is, it's time that something like that, I would definitely, I would definitely pop, get that out. Like spot treatments can be really helpful for things like that. So I really like, um, I'm just going to name drop a product, the Peter Thomas Roth acne, clear, invisible dots, magic for whiteheads, put them on, uh, after you do all your skincare, before you go to sleep in the morning, if it's a whitehead, it'll just be ready to come out or it'll just come out on its own. Those things are magic. Okay. So sometimes it's ready and you do have to like pop it out? Yeah. I would say use, use your best judgment. Like if it is at the surface, like it is a whitehead, like it is like there. It's asking like, to be released. <laughs> it's asking. Yeah. Like for sure that one. But if it's like deeper in the skin, if it's like cystic and you're there, like squeezing it, trying to get it out, like, no, 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 no. Hard. No, don't do that. Okay. Never done that. Um, <laughs> let's, we've all done it. I know. We've I, all done it. you know, we're going to move to the next question. So (laughs) let's say for a friend, if you do, well, let's start with the the white hat pimple. What's the safest way to pop it? Ooh, I would say after, like probably the best way would be if you've taken a warm shower, you've washed your face in the shower, exfoliated, your skin's very clean, your hands and your fingernails are very clean. Um, and you see that pimple and it's just ready, that would probably be the best time. So I wouldn't recommend trying to pop it if you've got like makeup on your face or your hands aren't clean or Okay, so fingers like or Q-tips? If it's ready, it's really at the surface. Like Q-tips would work fine, but I feel like with Q-tips, you can't be very exact. Yeah. The more exact you can be, the better. Like you don't want to be squeezing a big area of your skin because I know this often happens to to me and probably other people where like, 
you have like one zit and you go to squeeze it, but like you're not super accurate with it. And then you end up with another one right next to oh it God, because you irritated the area. Worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. You don't want you're like, okay, I have one and now I have three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's that. And I just started using the face reality spot treatment. I literally used it last mm-hmm. night. So clear stem mm-hmm. doesn't have any spot treatments like specifically, but on their mm-hmm. site is this one. It's the only thing that's yeah. not clear stem that's on their site. Um, and it's a sulfur spot treatment. So I will keep you guys updated on that. Okay. Any last like, hey, y'all should freaking know this before we wrap up? I think I'll leave you with the, just the bigot. Like if you are kind of at the beginning of your acne journey and um, you're like, where do I start? What do I do? I think one of the most helpful things can be going through your products and looking for any pore clogging ingredients. So ClearStem has a great pore clogging ingredients list on their website. If you go to resources, you can see pore clogging ingredients list under that tab. And it has this great feature where you can copy and paste the ingredients of any product into um, into the list and it will automatically pop out if any of the ingredients are pore clogging so that you know. The biggest ones that I, ingredients that I see often in, in skincare products are coconut oil, shea yeah, butter. I knew you were gonna say that. Um, yep, shea butter, avocado oil, isopropyl myristate is a big one. You guys. Coconut alkanes. That is often in um, makeup products that are quote unquote clean. Satirith 20 is another one that's in most of the drugstore brands. Ethylhexyl palmitate. Okay, so I, I did this, you guys. First of all, I have it bookmarked on my phone and my computer tabs. Be prepared to like shed a few tears when you go through your products <laughs> mm-hmm. because it is honest, like it's devastating. I have to find a new foundation. And like when you really like a makeup product, you really like it. And one thing I found out, I'm sure you already know this, but for the listeners, that just because one item in a makeup line or skincare line is free of pore clogging ingredients doesn't mean that they all are. Anyway, so a little bit of money and sadness down the drain, but sunk costs, you guys. I'd rather have that than acne. Yep, 100%. Yeah, honestly, the only, there's a few skincare brands and only one makeup brand that every single product they, that I've come across so far, that every single product they make is safe for acne. And obviously for skincare, Clear Stem is one, Face Reality is the other one for skincare products. And then makeup is this brand called Priya. That's P-R-I-I-A. Okay. Everything they make is acne safe. Um, and everything I've tried from them so far, I love. So that's another that's another brand where you can be sure everything you get from them won't break you out. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so we'll put all those links in the show notes and we'll put the link for the pore clogging ingredients little tool. And how do people work with you? Love that question. So if you'd like to work with me or just want to connect, or um, I share a ton of good free information on my Instagram page, that's the one platform that I'm on right now. Uh, You can find me at Camille Marie underscore nutrition. I also have a page on Clear Stem's website under resources. You can learn more about my story there. 
And I do offer free 15 minute consultations uh, where uh, we'll talk a little bit more about your skin. I can share about my program that I've developed and you can go about booking a free consultation either through the link tree in my, in my profile on Instagram or through ClearStem's website. Um, you can book there. And uh, I currently have this one 12 week program offering where I currently only work with people one-on-one and we really go deep into your specific acne triggers. I go through all of your products. We go through diet, hormones, gut health, everything, do functional testing. It's very comprehensive. I do have a few spots open to take new one-on-one clients um, within the next few months. Amazing. And you have a link for, you have a code for ClearStem too, right? Yes. Yeah. If you want to try any ClearStem products or shop ClearStem, you can use my code Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E for 15% off your order. Amazing. All right, girl, (laughs) we love you. I'm sure you will get a lot of DMs with more questions. I already have a million and this was so fun. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much. And that is a wrap on today's episode with Camille. I learned so much, you guys. Wow. This was this was so good. I hope you guys took away as much as I did. And I hope you laughed your ass off at <laughs> the random mask question segment because that is um, – that's our lives today. It's pretty entertaining and ridiculous at the same time. Love you guys so much. See you on the next episode.